What's up, travelers? I am Morgan, the normal dungeon master slash storyteller for our show, and this is the Mindfully Mondays podcast. Tonight, we will be jumping back into more adventures with our team of superheroes as we dive into, once again, Masks, a new generation. As I said before, Masks is a game where the players take on the roles of up-and-coming teen superheroes, uh, much like Marvel's New Mutants or DC's Young Justice. And as these young heroes, our players will face superpowered threats while discovering who they are as not only heroes, but as the people they're turning into as adults. Mask was created by Magpie Games, and it uses the Powered by Apocalypse game system. If you don't know what that is, it is a wonderful system. It is used for things such as Monster of the Week, which we've run on our show before, uh, by Kylie and Dungeon World, Monster Heart, and many, many other great games. I think I've given enough information for the system, so let's go ahead and get started. But before we begin tonight's session, let's meet our players as they tell us about their characters, their names, and the playbooks. Kylie, go ahead and start us off. Like, uh, hello, my name is Maggie, and Maggie's superhero name is Derelict, um, and she is a delinquent and my name is kylie and you can find me on all of those good good social media things jonesy what's up everybody my name is jonesy uh tonight i'm going to be playing sam cole aka crash big brother student and waffle house employee by day hero by night going to be playing the janice handbook and yeah i love it uh we don't have jake tonight but we do still have our wonderful guest player uh, my brother Trevor. Trevor, go ahead and tell us about your character. What's up? Uh, I'm Trevor, and I am playing Umbra. Um, he is the son of a ex superhero, and now his sister has taken the role. And I'm playing the Legacy. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. All right. I well, love I'm it. The plug, so. <laughs> We return to Halcyon City once more as the night sky settles in over the city. You see a news report over the robbery that was earlier in the day by Stego and Rex and the actions of our young heroes that they took to stop them. We see people all over the city in their homes, along the streets, looking in at windows, at TVs, all watching Channel 7 News as the cast discuss whether or not these new heroes are a good thing for the city. Colin, you have to admit that the civilians are safe because of their quick thinking. Jan, you know that these citizens were saved, yes, but only after our heroes, so-called heroes, put them in even more danger. If these loose cannons didn't jump in all willy-nilly like a bunch of rogue cowboys, Rex and Stego would have not been able to get away with all that money, and the bank wouldn't have collapsed. Colin. But they didn't get away with all the money. Jan, you're half right. They didn't get away with all the money. They did apprehend Stego. But they also did let Rex escape with 250000 in cash. So now the city is left in re repairing damages to the bank. And also, 
lots of money lost. And this is all caused by their team. So are they a good thing or are they a problem? Fine, 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 Colin. But you know what? They're trying, which is more than half the city does these days. Everybody just stares and watches. They're at least willing to take chances and try to become better, better heroes that we deserve. We're going to need all the heroes that we can get as these gang activities increase. And let's not forget the various political factions that are petitioning for anti-superhero programs in the country, which has also created organizations like SPIN, a group who is trying to radicalize supers into fighting back against these political powers. We need good people with abilities to make a difference. And I think these young heroes can do it, Colin. Jan, it's true. Everything you have just said up until you said we need them. Heroes like the Loose Cannons only care about themselves, especially the one with the, that long name. I'm just going to call him Hype. This kid thinks being a hero is about causing the biggest boom in the room. And Crash's costume looks more like something a street thug would wear rather than a hero. Hey. Derlick walks around like she doesn't care what happens and the rules don't apply to her and her team. And then Umbra, even his own family threw him out. If he was hero material, then why would his family distance themselves from him and his new team? Unfortunately, Jan, those are the things that can only be discussed another night after they cause more problems, I'm sure. So until then, I'm going to have to say good night. And, uh, well, Hacian, what do you think of the loose cannons? And as they cut to commercial and people begin talking, we cut to a scene of you guys back in your hideout. And you guys are looking at the screen as it goes to commercial. Hype is not here at the moment. After you guys stopped the bank robbery and teleported here, he left before you guys could really discuss what had happened. He does that a lot when he is upset or needs to go blow off steam. You don't know where he goes, but he does disappear. But the rest of you are sitting in this little beat-up hideaway with only each other to look at after that news report. So I guess when she mentions what my you know my character and everything i just like throw my slipper at the screen i say boo don't don't break the screen i need to see something um crash is just going to be kind of glued to the screen while they're playing back footage of the uh of the accident and the fight and everything and he is what he's looking for to see if his face got revealed on camera because he knows his helmet fell off i'm gonna say for you sir assess the situation yeah that would make sense and it, you, we don't have to ask the questions in this case. It's really you just looking to see if you're really able to see anything in this situation where your face was, you know, re re revealed. Okay, that's rolling superior. Uh, six. That's all I got. There is, it's really hard to tell. There is one scene, but it looks blurry on the screen. So you're, you're not quite sure. You don't think anybody can make it out. But if somebody has the right tech and they're really taking the time to try to look deep, they might be able to. Oh, I'm a nobody. Looks, Nobody's looks... going to care about me as long as it's blurred out. Yeah, that's what you're hoping, right? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I mean, that's what, Sam, that's what Crash is thinking. He's yeah. like, I'm a nobody. Nobody's going to care to like enhance on that, right? So uh, sigh of relief. And what the fuck was Hype thinking? Uh, Maggie is has her back against the wall, arms crossed, 
just she's so angry right now um and looks to you and goes crash i don't i don't know what he was thinking clearly nothing because like he went off all willy-nilly and almost got you and sunny killed whoa your name's sunny sorry <laughs> sorry umbra <laughs> It's okay. I, I'm i just... Like... We can't be a team if someone just goes in without thinking about the plan! Yeah. And now he's, so, now he's MIA, so... My, my guy takes my other slipper and I throw it at the door and I huff. You're now you you have no shoes on. I get up and I go, yeah. I'm gonna go grab those. Okay. <laughs> like I'll just and... toss the toss the sandwich you threw at the TV uh, to you. I oh, appreciate it. Like and Crash, you don't look like a hoodlum. Like your costume or outfit is pretty cool. And this Umbra, is all I could afford. It's I, from I, Goodwill. I know. I know. And what's this that I think that things don't apply to me? I'm well, mean, <laughs> I just like give you a level look. <laughs> it kind of shrugged my shoulders. Let's. That's beside the point. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I at least tried to make a plan. <laughs> I'm. I'm... I, I grab my as I'm grabbing my other shoe and I'm putting it on. I'm like hopping, you know, putting it on. And I go, "Oh, speaking of which, do you guys want new costumes?" Maggie looks over at, at Umbra and goes, "Hun, you can see like the pure excitement in my face. Like, yes, let's do it." <laughs> my and she like does uh, the quotes around cost like as she says costume. My costume is this mask. This mask is what allows me to do this. And she snaps her fingers and, you know, moves from one side of the room to the other. And then the the power negation thing is when I, that, that just happens. I don't need my mask for it. Uh, so. Yes, yes. But like, when you teleport, you can like, look freaking cool. You know, like your colors would like like shimmer or, or you know catch people's eyes and and people are like oh that's a hero you know like but uh i start looking very like sad <laughs> we'll 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 circle back you've already given me like, a new helmet man i can't ask for anything more but you're not asking i'm offering we're a team teams are supposed to look good and when you look good uh, do I need to finish the sentence? Come on, guys. And and as you're saying that, you feel a buzz in your pocket, Sonny. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Hold on one second. I pull my phone out. <clears throat> and you see a text from your mother. And it says, we need to discuss something important. It's family. Please come over tonight. Uh my mom just 
texted me family business and i look at you i look up at you guys like kind of like not sure if i'm terrified or if i'm like concerned but you can tell that i'm very uncomfortable yeah i have to go get ollie from school um do you want to ride (laughs) yeah do you mind not at all I'm fucking pulling off the like exploded jacket at this point and everything and just shoving it in my backpack. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh handle handle your your mom stuff. I gotta go I gotta get my I'll send you the guys' addresses so you can just in case, you know, SOS, you know. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. And I, I hold out my hand to to crash. Yeah. And I I think we see a scene where you two, as Sonny's like holding that phone, looking at it, like contemplating what the message can mean. You guys kind of like wave and then you see the, the portal disappear and you two are gone. And Sonny's alone in the lair with his thoughts. And with that, <clears throat> we'll go to you, Sonny. So do you head over to your family's home? I text my uh hookup for like costumes and stuff because i'm currently trying to get one made for myself and mm-hmm. um i send over like their height and like you know their rough size what they look like and what their powers are so they could get costumes made and if they don't want them then they don't have to wear them but i'm going to get them made for them because my guy's just really nice that way mm-hmm. and he likes having friends with powers who understand him. <laughs> um, and I guess after I finish texting him that, I guess I will reply time and location. That's all I say is time and location. You, she said, and, and then you see her, like it looks like you the little dots and then they stop and then they go again and then they stop. And then she, then it just says 7 PM sharp dinner house. She says, yeah, she says, tonight, 7 p.m. sharp, come ready for dinner. Okay. I forward that information to the group text to um, the three of them. And then she tells, and then almost as if she, she, she knows you well enough to know that you might do something like that. And she says, it's family business, come alone. I'm not going to reply to that because I have a very <laughs> snarky remark I'm going to make to her. Look at a quick text <laughs> from Crash that says, is it family business? Should you could just go alone? <laughs> I say, yes, my family is you guys now. So oh, if you can make it, please come. All right. Bad and... blood. <laughs> and then as as you send that, you, I guess we'll we'll cut from there, and we see we see a couple kids walking by this alley, and as soon as they pass, we hear, and then we see you guys step into the alley, and just as you guys do, and you're no longer in costume, another kid comes walking by and goes, ah, oh, oh, sorry, I didn't think anybody was in here in the alley, and he just keeps walking with his bag on his back, trying to catch up to his friends. Wait up, guys. And you realize that school is out and people are, the kids are already starting to go home. Yeah, I, I figured we'd be already be late at this point. And it's probably nothing that's 
uh, unfortunately uncommon for Sam to be late picking up his brother. So yeah. they probably have some after school program. Um, yeah, that it isn't really an after school program. It's probably just something that like one teacher out of the kindness of her heart is fucking uh, is doing. So he's just sprinting on the inside, goes to that classroom, knocks on the door. <laughs> Mr. Scott's gone. Sorry, I'm late again. Um, uh, here to pick up Ollie. Yes, Sam. Listen, I understand that you're you're helping your mom and you're working a lot, but yeah. you know you've got to set a better example for, for your brother. Yeah, he 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 looks up to you a lot. I mean, he's always drawing pictures of you, you know, running around. You know, it looks like you're fighting crime in his pictures. You know. He, he he sees you like like these superheroes that are in the city. You you have to like show up and be sure. there for him. Yeah, is that kid peeing in a bush? And I'm just gonna like <laughs> grab all and get out of there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys, as she she just looks and then she looks back at you and she just kind of like shakes her head and, and then goes back into her class. I love that. And we as she's going back in the class, bush. <laughs> yeah. And as she's as we we see the panel where you guys are running away, we we see her, from her view, seeing you guys run away, looks back at her. She shakes her head and then she kind of smiles, and she turns around and she, as she goes back into the classroom, you see her face drop from a smile. Stop doing that to him. Give it back. And then you know the door closes as she's dealing with the other kids that are still there. <laughs> right. And you guys are walking. So why were you late this what? time? Um. School, school. What did you guys do? Uh, nothing. It was just work. Just plain Waffle House stuff. Our teacher put on the news, and I saw you and your friends. Shut up. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie is watching um, them walk uh, towards where uh, she sort of waited on the corner, and is like. Like, Ollie, what are you doing, bud? I'm trying to find out what happened. I'll tell like, you about it when we... Can you can you drop us off at, at my place real quick? Yeah, I can, yeah. I can do that. Let's go, let's go. I love this part. <laughs> so it's like, I, 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 like, check to make sure everything is clear, and we go into the... Alley, and I put my mask back on, and I, you know, and before as you right as you're about to like open, because wait, 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 and you see him reach into his bag, and he pulls out what looks like a piece of a shirt, and he puts it around his eyes. He's got like little really rough out cutouts that like they don't like, fit around his eyes perfectly. It's like I don't want anybody to recognize me. That's so cute. Like Ollie, you're totally right, and you're so smart, bud. Hmm. Let's let's do this. <laughs> and she holds out her hands. <laughs> and and snaps uh to Sam's front door. Yeah, you guys pop in the front door. We're, Sam just describe what your your residence looks like. Oh, it's uh residence is a very strong word for where me and Ollie live. Me and <laughs> me and Ollie live under a building quite literally in a like boiler room uh one bedroom uh uh ollie has ollie has a bedroom sam like if if sam is sleeping here he's either sleeping on the couch or uh 
yeah that that's where he is if he if he is sleeping here at all um so you, you sort of walk into this dingy you hear just the rattle of the buildings uh, sam when he walks in it's probably like a little bit chilly so he just bangs on a fucking pipe as he walks in to get some heat flowing in the room um do do, do you guys have parents or are you guys on your own no me and ollie are on our own i'd probably lie to almost everybody about that though yeah yeah you've been taking care of them for some time what what happened to your parents uh, I don't, I don't think all, uh, Sam is very sure, um, that they were, he, he supposes they were like him, uh, but he was n- never really sure, has vague memories of them, um, but, uh, isn't really sure. That's why he takes so, so many precautions when it comes to protecting Ollie and like hiding his identity in public and stuff like that. But yeah, when yeah. whenever we get inside, I'll, I'll like get the heat flowing. I'll uh, I'll bend down to him. I'll take his the mask off, which kind of like shook Sam whenever he first saw him put it on. I'll fold it up mm-hmm. and put it in his pocket. Say, what's our number rule? One rule about being heroes, though, we can't tell anyone. I know, I'm not telling anyone. I didn't draw you in my class in my pictures. If that's what you're worried about, like in your costume, I just I drew you as you because that's who you really are. It doesn't matter what your costume is. You're still a hero. Thanks, bud. What are we feeling tonight? Uh, Ravioli or ravioli? (laughs) Hmm, that's a tough one. I think ravioli will work. Awesome. Hot shelf vintage for you, and I'll just crack open a can of cold ravioli, throw a spoon in it for him, and uh, click on, like, a small... Like, you, at this, I don't know what, what year is it here in in Halcyon. It's it's like modern times. It's modern like times. So, yeah. uh, for for the for those, well, I think all of us will know what they are. But the old box TVs, um, with like projector <laughs> lights in the background and the bunny ears on top, that's what he's working with. So it just like hits the top a couple of times, moves the antenna on the top of it to get some like cartoons going on. All right, bud, I'm gonna be out for tonight. You're in bed by. 8 p.m. No later. Deal. Yeah. All right. And I think I think this is, you know, we 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 kind of cut ahead unless there's anything else that you guys want to run before the the dinner. No. No, I think Maggie um, is standing outside of the door, just waiting. Um, I don't think she's ever mm-hmm. gone inside because uh, she wants to respect Sam and Ollie's privacy. Okay. And then we see, as you know, you set Ollie up, and he locks the door behind you. And you guys step out into the street, and and then we get a little panel where it says 7 p.m. Umbra's family's residence. And you guys are all walking up together to the front door. Umbra, describe (laughs) where your family lives. Because um, they are famous superheroes in the city, and they have done pretty well for themselves financially. So they live in like a nice, like farmhouse, like off on the the countryside. Um, Just like right outside the city limits. I think like New York, you know, like upstate New yeah. York, kind of, you know, yeah. like really nice, like on the lake, kind of thing. And uh, okay. 
I guess like a driveway that's like real long and then it has like trees that go all the way down it, you know. Several really nice cars all lined up out there. Like as you pull in, it has like the roundabout to where they yeah, can just like kind of pull in. My, my uh, uncle has his Rolls Royce, you know, sitting out front. Yeah. And which is, it's very, you know, interesting that we, we cut from the boiler room to this arrangement, which is like, you know, complete different type of living and probably very odd for Sam to be like, why doesn't this guy ever want to be here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. And we see you guys all walk up to the door and it's got this big knocker on it. And as you doom, doom, yeah, because I live in the hideout, by the way. So, yeah. Sorry. And a long minute goes by after you hit the, 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 the door to knock on it and the, a butler opens the door. Hello, Master Sonny. Your mother is waiting. She will be a little bit annoyed that you weren't here at 7. As you guys look down at your watches, it's like 7.02. <laughs> but you're still welcome to come out, come in and eat. Um, But she was expecting only you. Are your friends staying here for dinner as well? And, uh, I look at him and say, thanks, Eustace. Um, my family here, we're just here for family business and we're leaving. I'm not here to eat. Thank you, though. And I give him like a handshake, you know. And he's like, um, wait here a moment, sir. I, I must inform your mother before you enter. No, I no. And I, I walk in. And he moves ahead of you to try to, you know, kind of get there before you get him in trouble with your mother. <clears throat> As I really just he... want to shadow us all in there. Can I do that? <laughs> trying to get this guy in trouble. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean... yeah, I'm going to shadow us all in there. So I grab both their hands and, I, and we just go into the floorboards. Just... And as you <laughs> do, you, you guys, you guys all kind of... Whew, right into the where the dining room is where, where his mother is sitting is your father there uh no um i don't know my father that's right that's right uh, but your sister is there and she is in her full oh, she's got yeah she's got her feet on the on the on the the, the other chair no no she doesn't have her no 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 they are they are ritzy buddy they're not just gonna be oh, like my sister is a freaking you know typical like look at me uh, i do what yeah. i want but your mom does not have that from anybody in her house. Your sister is sitting there politely. She may do that normally. No, like but she has like her, her leg like on the like the chair, like lifted up. All right. So she's, she's sitting, sitting there very loosely, casually, yeah. Oh, in her chair. I thought you meant like on a second chair, like No, 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 sorry. <laughs> I explained that when you said entirely her... wrong. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure your 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 mom <laughs> would be like, Hell no, just put your feet down. This is a dinner table. Um, yeah, my, my uncle's yeah. sitting there in like his like you know raggedy clothes, you know, just drinking his whiskey. <laughs> so as he's sitting there drinking, and as you kind of zip in, and your butler tries to race in there, and you guys kind of pop in just as he's coming in through the door. Matt, go, oh, oh, beat you, Eustace, and I like give him a little, like you know a juke move. <laughs> and she she she's not even surprised or phased. Neither is your sister. Your sister's <laughs> typical. And your mother just kind of looks at. Houston and just kind of 
nods and like waves and he nods and closes the door. So I see you, you still don't know how to be respectful and just come alone as I asked. You said family business and I brought my family. Also disrespectful. I do believe you're the one who kicked me out of the family because I'm not like you guys. So why am I here again? I thought I wasn't part of the family. You weren't kicked out of the family. Just we didn't want you doing hero business and you decided that you wanted to do that. So if you want to do that, you're not going to do it under our house, our legacy. But your escapade today with this family of yours is still causing problems. Did you see the news report? I think you're focused too much on the news, Mom, and actually what goes on in the streets, or are you getting too old to remember your glory days? Damn. Oh, my guy does not like and, my mom. <laughs> and as you say that, as you say that, she stands up and she lights up brighter than your sister is able to do. I, I may be old, but I... Shadows. And as you go, all right, let's go ahead and do a roll. Go ahead and roll for that. If you're able <laughs> Maggie to is, impress. Maggie is because... horrified. <laughs> all of this. Um, uh, what's what's the roll your powers? I'm sorry. How much your powers plus freak? Okay, so it's 2d6? Yep, 2d6 plus okay. your freak. Come yeah, on, these... if I do, if I mess up on the first roll, I'm going to be so it, freaking I mean, bad because I missed why? all of them last game. I didn't think about that last game. It would it'd be great for the story purpose because your mother's this super powerful hero that's a legacy in the city. So I mean, wouldn't you're gonna blow your fucking minds here? What did we just do? Did we lose something? We lost Giark the traitor. That's fine. That's fine. Giark the traitor is fine. I just rolled a double six. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) What's your freak? Zero. Okay. As your mother's light lights up the room, describe what your what your what your stuff does. It just almost like um, I'm trying to describe it. So you like you know how like my skin turns like completely like just covered in shadows, and you can see it looks all like smoky, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything in the room, like all both of you guys get covered in it. My sister gets covered in it. The table gets everything gets just swarmed, but just except for my mom's body is just still glowing, but there's no radiance to it. And as you as you do that, and yours does fill up the room and overpower hers, your sister stands up and combines hers with her mother's, and it pushes it back. But it takes their full effort to push your shadows back to where it's almost like a standstill, where we see this image of half the room is like pure light from them and the other half where you and your friends are standing is complete black. Yeah. And your mother just goes enough. Sunny. Brought you here to talk. She's like, I brought you here to talk. I could just make sure that all your money comes back to us. I have ways. So if you want to keep living your way, at least you can do is sit down and listen to what I have to say. Many things wrong with the statement you just said, but I'm not going to sit, but I'll listen. As I was saying, your antics tonight brings not only pressure to us, but to you and your friends. 
they deserve the best from you. And I think you could have done more than what you did today. Oh, oh, okay. Do you even know what I did? Do you even know what me and him did? As I point yes. to... Uh, yes, I uh, saw it on the news. You took down the bank. You didn't see nothing. We contained that explosion. You have no know. idea. No idea what, what you, happened today. It doesn't matter what you did do. What it matters what is I what did is perceived. Do. No, it's what is perceived by the public. You can save everybody in the city, but if there's a bunch of destruction or somebody important gets hurt, all that doesn't matter. Look at what Colin said about you and your friends. I don't Colin know any of you. Suck one, okay? I, other than other, it, it doesn't matter if Collins can suck one. They can literally turn you into villains, which some people already think you are. I don't know your friends. I don't think that they're terrible people. I don't like that you're out there using your powers in the way that you're using them, especially since it is drawing attention to us and a lot of unwanted attention. But well, if you're going to do this stuff, you need to learn. Training. You need to, well, you don't want to do oh. things our way. Oh, no, you didn't want me in the family. So I took things into my own matter, learned my own powers. Yes. And, and obviously I can withheld, withheld. <laughs> obviously I can withhold my own side. You had to use her. And, and it, you know, you were, this is the problem with you. You're just like your father. This is the problem with the you. one you never talk you don't, about. You just want to be mad about everything, and you don't want to discuss the problem. And you try to sit there and direct it My to other things. Slams his I'm here the table, and he yells at her. I don't even know who my father is, and like my, there's no like light to my shadow anymore. It's just pure I, darkness. And as you do this, we see your uncle just as you're going to slam your hand down. He almost instinctively grabs his cup before it gets knocked off the table. <laughs> And just kind of casually, like, say, sorry. He just nods. She goes, She just looks at you and just stares. Yeah, no answer. I lean on the table. So, you want to come here and discuss what you want to talk to me about, but you don't inform me that you're bringing people over so I can properly prepare food there. for them. No, we're not hungry. You knew what I, you knew what I meant. Do you speak for your friends? Do they not have a voice? Are you the one that controls everything? You say you don't want to be like us because that's what you feel like we do, but it looks to me like you're doing that to your friends. You're right, because you, you control ask everything. Them. I do have a very bad toxic trait from you. I can tell. You want to be better, I, but yet you look do at nothing but, but stay stuck to your guns, even though I'm trying to give you helpful advice for once. You're just so caught up in being angry at me that you don't even want to listen. But that's fine. I look to them and I go, are you guys hungry? Do you guys want to eat here? As I like try to like calm myself. I think you look over at Sam and he's like over on one side of the table with like a breadstick in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, and he'll take another like breadstick or roll and just shove it in his hoodie pocket. I'm done for whatever you want to do, ma'am. <laughs> Maggie, yeah, I, I is, think... Maggie has oh, like I... propped herself against a wall and is fully thinking 
man, I thought my family was a little overbearing, but clearly my mom loves me and my grandma is just eccentric. Like, I, I'm good with that. Like, I don't want any of this. <laughs> but she's just kind of like, uh, on, 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 on the... <laughs> On the outside, she has, like, sort of a, a neutral face with her arms crossed and goes, like, I don't know, man. Whatever. And I, I think we get a panel, though, like, when you're going to... Hold I, I think I, I kind of want to go back with with, <laughs> with, uh, with Sam getting those breaths. I think the moment he grabbed them, we see this panel of when you're saying... We don't want to eat here. We're, you know, we're leaving. He's like, oh shit, I better like grab some food. And he's like grabbing it, like at that moment, realizing that he may not get to eat what he was planning to eat here. And I think that's, and then that's when you clip over and you see him like shoving the breadstick in his mouth. There's <laughs> like a pork like, oh, in my back pocket or I'm, something. I'm sure my mom's <laughs> face is kind of like mortified, like, ugh, you know. <laughs> Just give her a head nod. So. At Actually, you you think she's going to be that way because that's what you've expected. But with other people or like your friends, she doesn't seem to have any expectations of them. No, like no higher expectations. Not that she thinks they're not worthy of it. She just she holds a higher expectation, and you realize it's not for everybody. It's for her family, for her kids, for those that represent her in this house. Those are the people that she is always holding a higher expectation of she's Tywin Lannister. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess I, I look, I'm still looking at Maggie and I go, should we listen to what she has to say? And then I look at, um, your guy as well as you're stuffing your face. Like, Cause I want Mag we're a team. So I want, you know, us to be all on the same page with this situation if it's information that could help us you know yeah M maggie looks you dead in the eye and goes dude like we get it your family is hard and there's stuff right like and she sort of like gestures to the entire table including your sister and kind of just does a hand wavy thing and goes look like it's important for us to know the history and clearly, your mom knows her shit. So, like, we should at least take the time. And then we can bounce. You can have your shadow thing, and I can snap my way out of here. And one of us can grab, uh, Crash here. <laughs> so, pretty easy. One, two, three. What about you? And we, Maggie, as you say that, you... You you kind of as you're like motioning, you look over. His mother actually seems to look at you with a with like a nod and like a like a like there's like a sense of surprise but respect in like what you just said. Well, Ma Maggie uh, wasn't anticipating being a super. Like her power negation stuff is pretty subtle. And so it wasn't before she got her mask that, like, it kind of pushed her into being into the more quote-unquote super realm. So she doesn't know sh shit from anything. <laughs> and then we cut over as you're asking Crash yeah. if he wants to sit down and listen. Oh, I, you 
cut back to crash and is like you say your uncle's like just drinking on whiskey or whatever so you like your uncle has a whiskey glass and crash still has the breadstick and he sort of cheers the whiskey glass with his breadstick (laughs) man and your uncle just kind of laughs and cheers back (laughs) yeah definitely he would he would probably take a sip too like actual you know like a cheers yeah yeah yeah, I uh, pulled the chair. Hey, travelers, jumping in to talk about two promos this week. The first promo is for Underground Oracle, or UO Publishing, if you know them. They are close friends of our show and have been creating amazing D&D 5e content for years. But now they are branching off into some new exciting adventures. Currently, they are preparing to launch their newest Kickstarter, for their very own setting that uses the cipher system. Their setting is known as Harrow the Blighted Plain. And if you want to know what Harrow is, well, think Treasure Planet meets high fantasy with a little crystal punk aesthetic sprinkled in there as well. I've had a chance to look over some of their early content for the setting, and I am crazy excited to back their Kickstarter. If you want to know more, follow them on Twitter at UO Publishing. Uh, or if you want even more up-to-date information, check out their Patreon. If you head over to their Kickstarter and sign up for updates, you will also be in the know. So when these cool, cool setting drops, check it out. I'm going to add their links below in the episode description for you to check it out later. And now for our next promo. And remember, never stop rolling. Out for Maggie, and then I pull a child for myself. Well, because my guy is still in. Yeah, she and she sits there. Your mother waits for a minute, and your your the staff comes in and they bring food for everybody. And as they're bringing the food out, and it's everybody's silent. You know, after that big old explosion explosion of emotions and between the two of you, finally she goes. I'm sorry that we did not meet under better circumstances. Um, Maggie, is it? Uh, it's <laughs> Maggie takes off her mask and goes, yeah, yeah, I'm Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was surprised by your words, and I appreciate what you said to my son. There may be hope for your group. Whether I approve or not doesn't matter. There may be hope for your group if if that is the mentality you have going into this line of work. And then she looks over at Crash. Please take as much food as you you want. You don't have to hide it. We can give you a to-go box. (laughs) Oh, that'd be sick. And yeah, she looks if, back at you. If, if I look at the, if the butler's kiss, like, can you bring two to go boxes? <laughs> he's like, Maggie looks over at Crash and goes, I'll get a to go box and you can have mine. <laughs> she's just like, fucking sick. <laughs> As you know, your sister has taken on my role. I've, I've grown out of it. My powers are starting to fade, as you clearly demonstrated. <laughs> and your sister is stepping into the role. And yes, I don't approve of the way you do things, or especially after today. But all I'm trying to say to you, if you're going to continue with this, you have to be cautious. 
Now, I know that you personally didn't cause that building to fall down on your own. And it was, I think, that the one that uses that really long name. His name is Hype, yeah. But he's a part of your team, and you have to get him in line, or he's going to take you all down with him. That's all I want to say. And as much as I don't approve of you and your name, Umbral. Wow, it, 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 just it, more insults, mother. It's, don't even it's take not your the time point. to learn mine. And not the point. Oh, oh, wow. Just, uh, no, I'm saying that's not my point. I'm trying to give advice. You're so you bad. Didn't even, I said, it's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm just saying I may not approve, but I don't necessarily want to see you fail. We don't have to get along or agree. I still would like to see you succeed at whatever you choose to do in your life. You may not be a part of our super part of our family in the sense of working with our team in that sense, but you are still my son. And whether you think I got rid of you from this family or not, I don't feel the way that you feel I did. So as I said, you have to remember in this line of work, perception is everything. Even if it seems stupid, you have to be careful. If you're out drinking and then, you know, somebody gets a picture of you drinking and then you go to a scene, by the way, you better not be drinking. You're too young to be drinking. I look at my but, sister and I go, oh, did someone get caught again? Just rolls her eyes. No. And then your mom looks at her. You better not be drinking. I'm not. <laughs> she looks at you like asshole, you know, like she gives you like that eye like, Ugh. and she goes, if, but my point is, if you go and have a couple of drinks, even if you're sober and you go to a scene and something happens and pictures of that show up, you're done. The law will come after you. So my point is, is yeah, you didn't take down that building yourself, but right now you guys are in a really tight position. Yeah, you stopped one of them, but one of them got away. And there's all kinds of chaos going in this in the city right now. Have you heard of the the spin group? I look no. at it and go, I have barely even one channel on the TV. So no. You guys you guys have kind of heard a little bit about this spin. It's <laughs> super powered individual nationalists. This group is led by somebody, some some super named Superium. And they believe it is the right of powered people to rule those without powers. And the reason why they have grown in power, nobody actually cared about them for a long time. But recently, the government is looking at mandating like, kind of like how Marvel did. Superheroes have to register and they have to like go through like a specialized training and they basically have to do as like, the city wants or the government wants in general. And there's a lot of people that are against this because, you know, government has their own, you know, hidden agendas. And a lot of people are against the idea of forcing people to do things that they may not want to, or ignore things that they may not want to ignore. So there's a lot of, a lot of fear going on. And this group has started to gain power with a lot of supers. Um, they're causing all kinds of chaos in the city. And then on top of it, that stupid drug afterburner is an issue. And nobody has a handle on that or, or who it's coming from. What do you know about so, that? 
we know that, well, I don't want to tell you too much because I don't really know if you guys should be messing with these people, but I do think you should be at least aware of the situation. And I think Several you should underestimate us. Like I have people that are... with the bank. <laughs> yes, look how the bank turned out. So <clears throat> I will answer some of your questions. I can't promise that I will tell you everything that I know because I have, you know, there's people in our organization that I answer to because I'm part of the group that works with the city on these big kind of jobs. But what we do know is that this drug popped up recently and there's several people that might be involved, but we don't know for sure. One of them we believe is a former superhero turned villain, but we can't prove it or that his organization is involved, but there's a lot of trucks moving from his facilities into bad neighborhoods uh, to small little, you know, warehouses that he purchased, but nobody knows what's going on with that stuff. And we can't get any kind of warrants to investigate it because there's no proof and it's all kinds of legal red tape. But in those same neighborhoods where these warehouses are, the gangs have become to begin to get more powerful and more dangerous. And they've evolved. Now they're not just common thugs, they're thugs with powers. And other people are beginning to use the drug. People that are just regular civilians hoping that they'll get powers. I don't know if you know this, but there's a small percentage of the people that take this drug that whatever power they get becomes permanent. And that's the real reason why everybody's willing to risk dying taking it is they're hoping that they'll be one of those people to get it. And maybe if they don't get it the first time, maybe they'll get it the second time or the third time. But, you know, there's a lot going on with this thing. And we, we're trying to figure out why it's even in the city. We think it's to cause problems. But that's, you, you guys should stay away from that because there's a lot of bad people involved. And I'm not just talking about the gangs. I'm talking about some of the nastiest criminals. You ever heard of the Alliance? Which none of you have. Yes. She looks at you. Oh, really? What do you know of the Alliance? I don't think I need to tell you everything, right? I mean, and I'll just look over to Maggie. <laughs> Maggie is, uh, for everything that we know, you it could be dangerous for you to know these types of things. That former superhero was a part of the Alliance. Or at least that's what we believe. And they are a bunch of super wealthy, influential people with powers, and they have dark plans for this city. Maggie's grinding her teeth because she fully believes that it's uh, this the brass billet brilliant. And <laughs> she's like, I knew it. I knew that son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> she's not saying it loud enough for um, for Sonny's mom to, to hear her, but mm -hmm. she's like, uh, if, if uh, Sam looks over at her, I think... He, he knows her well enough to know that that's who she she thinks it is. Oh yeah, I think we all got an ick for this guy whenever we went into his factory last time. So I'll just like nod my head knowingly. Mm -hmm. 
50 yeah, percent guys... you can just confirm to maggie that i know what she's thinking and 50 percent just to sort of piss off umbro's mom uh, to like yeah we know something and you're out of the loop here yeah and then um and then she's like that's i i really only had planned to discuss this with my son i wanted him to know that he needs to be more cautious of who he's teamed with and where their responsibilities lie you all, you, you two seem like you have decent heads on your shoulder. Not so, after meeting you, I'm not so much worried about, about you, but. That's why I brought them. Yeah, but you didn't bring hype, did you? We don't we'll know take care. At. We'll take care of hype. I have, I, ha I, I have a bone to pick with him. Somebody needs to get through to his Somebody needs to get through to him Because what he's doing Could get somebody killed And I'm not just talking about civilians I've been around long enough to know What it's like to lose a friend Any one of you could die out there So look around at each other Respect one another And if you're going to do this don't just think about trying to look good or prove me wrong. And as she looks, as she says that she says it to you, she looks right at you, Umbra, you know. But think about how to get each other home. She says that, and I teleport us all out. <laughs> <sighs> and as you just. I go walking yeah. back in the room and grab my three to go plates. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. he, he left in, in a rush. Sorry. And uh, yeah, she, I think I think it's funny. We see this panel where, you, as she says that, you just kind of like like annoyed or angry, and just poof, and you guys are like at the front door, and then we see like wait, and he runs back and grabs like the. the the boxes of food like a, and she's like looking Peter at Griffin you walking into a room hey sorry yeah. Yeah, don't mind me <laughs> and then oh and Ma know, maggie and, just like looks at that and he goes dude we know we know crash's situation you gotta let the man have his have his take like to go boxes i'm, I'm sorry but while i'm paused mm -hmm. go ahead you're good um while, while I'm paused at the door with the to-go containers in my hands, I'll, uh, I'll pause for just a moment, and I'll say, uh, to, directed towards, towards Sonny's mom, I'll say, you know, regardless of if this comes from a place of love or not, you're being incredibly hard on someone. And for someone who says perception is everything, you can't even see that you've isolated your son. And I'm going to walk out of the door. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> but oh, before we leave, Trevor, I, I find hold on. To, I give him a hug. I want to say this to you, though, Trevor, because you, you kind of did it before I could actually say something. Oh, when she was when she was doing saying that to you, you know, about um protecting your friends and she directed that you know her attention towards you about not showing off she was changing your labels she is she is attempting in that moment 
to raise up your savior by one and your danger down by one. Mm. Do you, if now you can either accept it or you can say, I don't want to accept it. And if you don't want to accept it, you have to roll. And there's a chance that, you know, you can fight it off. But if you fail, then there's other consequences. So, so you said to raise my savior? She wants to raise your savior, like expecting you to protect your friends, right? And she wants yeah. to decrease your danger. She doesn't want you to do reckless, dangerous things. So, so my she, in that moment... Yeah, so she's trying to drop that to a minus two and raise your yeah. savior by one. So, um, yeah, that's what she's trying to do. What do you accept the shift, or do you want to try to fight it? I guess I'll. I mean, I guess yeah. Her words kind of got to me. All right. So go ahead and, and make those two shifts. Move one up and move one down. And then that's when you were like <sighs> annoyed, you know, feeling that pressure even though you don't even like it. And that's like, pff, and you guys teleport and then we're, we're back to where we were. You did that so quick. I was like, Hey, <laughs> it's like, I didn't get to do my label shift that I was trying to do on you. So, <clears throat> all right. So she shifts your label. You teleport. Sam <laughs> runs back in, <laughs> grabs the food and has that very nice speech. And she just kind of looks at you taking it in and then just goes back to eating. Yeah, fine. He yeah. before we leave, and I'm gonna give him like a big hug, because he pretty much raised me. So, mm -hmm. uh, thank, thank you, sir. Um, could you do me a favor next time, please? Your mother's gonna give me hell for, for that whole debacle. Please, please, please just for my my sake next time. Please don't just teleport in there with everybody. I'm sorry. She just, you know how she gets under my skin. It's nothing personal I'm... against you, and if if. If she does happen to say something, you let me know, please. Right. <laughs> sure. And you know he's not going to tell you anything because he doesn't want to be part of whatever issues are going on between you and your mother. I still give him a handshake and I like pull him in for like a little like quick hug again. And I thank him. Now... As you as we see this panel of you guys leaving, you giving them a hug and then walking out the door, and we see, you know, like the light from inside shadowing him and shadowing your figures as you guys walk out. Uh, and that's where we'll cut that scene. Now, this is where I'd like to give you guys a chance to tell me what you guys want to do because we're gonna skip. We have a couple days here after this bank robbery and this dinner. What kind of things are you guys doing? Uh, you know, you guys patrolling streets. Is there anything that you guys are trying to do individually or as a group oh, in well, your day-to-day -day lives? So Maggie has to clear a condition. So <laughs> yeah, you want to try to reduce some of those conditions. You had a couple, Mark, didn't you? Yeah. So um, I. Uh, uh. Now, for that real quick, as you're thinking that, just so our listeners and you guys all know, clearing conditions, you can always try to clear a condition by taking certain actions. So uh, there's, you know, in-game, there's certain ways that you can clear a condition by making certain really good rolls on, on certain types of things that you're doing. But at the end of any scene in which uh, you, you, we're going to set up a scene for her to clear a condition, but you do one of these actions, you can attempt to clear an action, uh, clear a condition. 
so for example, to clear angry, you might go out and hurt somebody or break something that's important. Uh, to clear afraid, you might run from something difficult. Clearing guilty, make a sacrifice to absolve your guilt. Uh, hopeless, fling yourself into easy relief, whatever you, that is. And to clear insecurity, you can take foolhardy actions without talking to your team. So these are things that you guys can do. Um, for example, I think at the end of that scene, the way that uh, Umbra left, you if you had afraid or, you know, that, that you might be able to clear that because you just ran from something difficult. Instead of listening to your mother and taking her stuff, you're like, I, I don't want to deal with this. You could make an argument for that to clear afraid if that was one so of the I things take, you had. I could take it off then because I do have that. Yeah. So, I mean, you could make an argument like that's why you, you know, you, you're like, I didn't want to listen to this and I just wanted to run away from it. It was very difficult. It was a difficult scene, difficult to hear those words because everything she said is really true. Right. But it's coming she from her. She also wasn't there to know what I did to contain that either. So. No, but it's, it's not about the containment part. She's talking no, about what I know, is being what I'm saying is like, she never saw how hard I actually tried in that fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's why it got to me. Cause she kept saying like everything I did wrong, this, this, and this. And I'm like, but I get that, but you don't see the good that I did. And that's what hurts my guy. So that's why I was like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like, you're afraid to deal with, with that stuff from her. Cause you can't deal with it. Yeah. Right. And so then if that's the way, I mean, yeah, you could like, I don't want to deal with this. And yeah, I could, you can make an argument to clear afraid from that. So that's just, that's an example. Okay. Uh, Kylie, what did you want to do to try to clear a condition? What scene do you want to set up to work towards clearing a condition? Um, I think after, because I, I don't, and, and Jonesy, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that, I think only I know where you live. I don't think Umbra does. So I think that's fair. we all go back to the... Um, our little hideout, and I uh, sort of uh, bade Sunny farewell and uh, like grab uh, Sam's shoulder and teleport him to his house and just say, "I'll I'll see you tomorrow." Uh, yeah, I don't. And I actually got to check my work schedule. I don't know if I got to work tomorrow or not, but yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to go smash some things. See you later. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and I think she awkwardly just kind of like blinks out of there because <laughs> yeah. without much more than that. <laughs> and, um, She's. I think that there's some place that is kind of like a, gosh, like a rooftop, like parking lot. This is gonna, this is gonna sound terrible, but like going to the to a rooftop parking lot and just like where there's like really fancy cars, <laughs> and just start hucking rocks at them like a crop. Like I'm not describing this well. <laughs> There's like two, it, it's like two parking lots or parking structures. And she's on a tall one that is overlooking like valet parking. And mm. from up top, she's just hucking rocks down at like Rolls Royces and Range Rovers and just 
um, is I, I kind of screaming. I kind of like, like the idea that this parking lot you, that you went to, like it's not just like oh you know wealthy people, it's wealthy people that have connections to bad things. Yeah. Right. Like it, 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 you know that they're kind of like you're not just tearing up nice people stuff. Like you know it's people that are really crappy people. Yeah. What you're still doing is wrong, and you are breaking very important things to people. And yeah, you just you just kind of go to town and just damage the hell out of some of these yeah. rich assholes' cars. And I think <laughs> I, I think she like picks up, and, and this is something that I, I imagine like she picks up a rock and just is like, "This is because hype just couldn't wait." for one goddamn minute and like hucks it at a at a Range Rover and then she's like this one is that she couldn't that you couldn't move fast enough to get to crash and just like hucks that one and she's like and then Sonny got all uh embarrassed because his mom is kind of a bitch and like hucks that one <laughs> and it's just like I hate these supers who think that they are so much better than everybody god damn it <laughs> yeah. and i and i think as you, you know the first like the first rock hits the side of this door and boom big old ding and scratch second one hits it another ding and scratch third one hits it and when you're on that last one you're talking about all these supers and you throw it it hits the windshield and just smashes it and you're like oh no <laughs> well, and the moment that that happens she blinks out of there right away <laughs> yeah and i think as you blink out a minute later uh, somebody comes up, you know, like after work comes up into the thing and you hear the elevator ding, open up and he's like, doo -doo, and it's the window that just, it's the vehicle that the window just got just smashed on. And he's like, what the hell? And then we cut from that. Yeah. You go ahead and clear angry from that. Okay. <laughs> That's a nice scene there. <laughs> yeah. No. And, it, and it's like, it's just like all of the, all and and you know, these are high school students. These are high school aged kids. And so I imagine yeah. that it's just a lot of like, you're just so goddamn it, like awkward. Why do you gotta be so fucking awkward? And just like hugs another <laughs> rock. <laughs> it's like, what is? Nice. You're not as cool as you think you are. Everybody thinks you're so nonchalant, but no, no, you're not. <laughs> what is? What, any scene for Sam or Crash? Uh, over the next couple of days, yeah, I think yeah. Uh, on a day that he doesn't have to work, I mean, some of it will be very mundane, and that's kind of part of his part of mm -hmm. part of this character is he go he walks Ollie to school, he goes to work at Waffle House, he picks up Ollie, goes back home, he goes back to Waffle House, works a double for the day. Um, but on one mm -hmm. of those days, he doesn't. I would like to look at some of these warehouses. Um, uh, that might be near some of his neighborhood where the thing might be um, uh, or maybe where this kid pointed out towards them that they were dealing them and like just sort of case them. Mm -hmm. So question. So yeah, like, good. Sorry, I have a condition as well still called hopeless. Could I potentially join him to maybe try to get that off? Because I'm feeling I mean, kind of useless to the team at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got it. If not, it's cool. Well, I mean, that would the the I mean, you could always do that or set up a scene as well, but for now, I think I mean, he might just be doing this on his own, like because okay. I could see, I could totally see Sam because Sam, I guess Sam does a lot of things on his own. He he 
he I, I, and I, I get that feeling if I'm not if I'm wrong, Jonesy, feel free to correct me. It's your character. But I get the feeling that Sam is he's he's responsible for his brother. He's had to grow up really quick. He doesn't know what what happened to his parents. And so he doesn't generally like to ask others for help. Like he likes to do what he can with what he has. Yeah, it's not that he will refuse it, help, but he. Yeah, I, I think it's something like that. I think it's probably more of he's just that no one else has been there. And this is a relatively mm -hmm. recent development for him for having having friends uh, to rely on. So even yeah. if it's just like he, he doesn't even think to send the text message, sometimes it happens. Uh, just, hey, I'm going to do this. Uh, yeah. Sort of. OK. Deal. I was going to say, because, like, maybe if we're around each other, and I was like, well, can I join you, you know? Like, maybe you could teach me something. Like, I'm trying to, you know, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it, yeah. I, I am A-OK -okay with that. Like, we can say, like, you just show up to, to Waffle House since you know I work there now. And I'll probably tell you, well, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm not, uh, tomorrow I'm not working. So I plan on going out to, to 86th Street and looking over a couple of those warehouses. And my guy yeah. kind of emphasizes, like, look, man, if you really don't want me there, I don't want to, like, mess up your groove. I just, like, I need to, like, get out, you know. But if you would want me there, you know, please, like, it is teach me. It is laughable teach that me. you think <laughs> that I have groove. Yeah, no. I mean, I, sure. I'm, I'm all about it. It's going to be way low-key, not engaging sort of deal. Well, that's hope. the plan anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I go. So, <laughs> so I think as we're setting these scenes up over the last next couple of days, when you're at work and stuff like that, you know, you, again, you work, you know, you work in the city and you work in not the best neighborhoods. You know, you got a job at this place. It's not too far from your home. And there's a lot of people that come in and out and, you know, between waiting on tables and making the food and hearing people pass by, you've kind of kept your ear in a sense to the streets through the people that are coming and going and ever since this new drug has been giving people powers it's been popping up all over the place and it's like the talk everywhere and each day seems to be more and more of the conversation people are having um and you also hear like about the gang situations getting worse so two big things that you know again like based on what, you're, what you've been hearing from the news uh umbra's mother and just the people around here um that you know about the spin is starting to use this to take over territories from the other gangs like people are getting powers and spins using those with powers to try to push some of these gangs out which is causing major tension and a lot of people are in the streets fighting you also know that the new drug uh that has arrived has already given 100 people superpowers permanently so, and several of them are in some of these gangs, which made their, you know, um, placement inside the gangs shoot up to almost the top. You know, they, they, a couple of them, you know, you actually knew like one of these guys you heard, you, you haven't talked to him in years, but one of these guys used to be a nice kid down the street that, you know, you used to play with and he disappeared and you found out a while back that he joined one of the gangs. Um, and when he did, he was just a low level thug nothing big but you heard recently he got powers of fire and now like he's like a lieutenant within the gang so you're hearing like these kind of stories pop up and with that information and where these people are popping up and where it is you're able to kind of pinpoint where a couple of these locations might be especially since you believe brilliant brass is connected to it you you do some research you know on on 
like the computer in the back of the office. Like when you're on your break, you, you know, use your boss's computer right, right. and you're, you're able to track down a couple of these smaller warehouses that are hard to find. So, you know, where one or two of them are located at. So we talking about he's yeah. got a new smartphone. Well, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I forgot about your smartphone. You couldn't use your smartphone if you wanted I'd to. Take I just... this all up, man. You know. <laughs> so yeah, you guys. I think we see a panel of. Where would you have him meet you? Would you have him meet meet you outside your where your job is, or would there be somewhere else where you'd have him meet? Since you're not going to work, probably um, the hideout, right? Yeah, I would say unless the hideout is way out of the way, but I think it's probably over here next to where I live or close to it, uh, somewhere in the rougher part of town. Um, So I think we get get a panel of that. You guys are at the hideout. And you guys head out. So what are you looking for when you get to this warehouse? I just want to look out for... uh, traffic going in and out see if i recognize anybody or anything and then since we know it's connected to something bigger something to tie it to something bigger like are they bringing in trucks from a certain corporation maybe or uh do it like do i notice any certain logos anywhere or anything like that um Mm -hmm. and then also of course any big wigs that i might might recognize okay that's what i'm looking for Fair enough. So I would like to say one of my powers, uh, along with energy absorption, is supernatural senses. So I can hear real good and see real good. As I ask you, how do your senses work? Uh, I think I have shadow senses as well. Yeah, I think mine are just kind of like the very. There's no sort of uh, visual indicator. He just sort of like focuses in on something, and his pupils maybe. Uh, get a little bit wider to collect some more light, and then he just sort of listens into the conversations that might be happening. Yeah, like your eyes, almost like eagle eyes, they can zoom in and see really things that are further away, and you can hear much better. I like that. So yeah, like you kind of do that thing where you see where you have the ear on the side, and then it just kind of the sound disappears, and then you can focus on certain individual like wave sound waves. Mm -hmm. That way you can pinpoint conversations and such. I go ahead and give me yeah give me assess the situation assess the situation you love this one <laughs> I, do. I think i have a plus zero to it uh let's see plus superior yeah that's a zero and also um umbra can do the same thing they can also assess the situation if they want uh, if you're yeah, just standing there have him him or well. you know, double sixes boys Ooh, go nice. get it <laughs> that means uh you get to ask two of the questions what here can i use to blank what here is the biggest threat what here is in the greatest danger what here is most valuable to me and how could we best end this quickly so those are questions you can ask if there's something else you can think of because you got double sixes i might consider answering that as well <laughs> Um, and you also will get to take plus one while acting on these situ- on these answers. Nice. Okay, so I get two. Um, let's go with. Um, well, I think what here is the greatest danger is is huge. I think uh, I want to go with that, and then uh, just to follow back fall back on some of my other questions. What here can I use to 
identify the uh, bigger players in this. I'm looking for the Umbrella Corp logo, man. That's what that's what Sam's you. here for. I got you. So it's it's really hard to tell. So, so the first question was that what here is in the greatest danger? Uh, oh, I, I I misread that. I thought it said what here is is the greatest danger. Uh, oh, well, uh, I'm in the second one. What here is the biggest threat? There you go. Biggest threat. Yeah. All right. So looking around this building, right, to a normal person just walking by, not paying attention, it would just seem like a typical warehouse. But as you're kind of sitting there and you're really looking at everything going on, you realize that it's really well guarded, right? And it's and they don't look like normal security guards, you know, they, they dress like security guards, but these guys don't look like your typical, you know, five to nine or yeah, like five to nine security guard or nine to five, sorry, nine to five security guard. They look like probably hardened criminals, maybe gang members themselves. And a couple of them after a while, when you're watching from a distance, even display powers themselves. And you at one point see one of them, take out what looks like a little canister of afterburner and just kind of sucking it in and their eyes glow and then they keep patrolling. And the biggest threat here is definitely that this place is well guarded. So if you were to try to do a, a frontal assault, it would be probably very difficult just to, you know, bust your way through without causing too much of a scene or getting somebody hurt. And there's a lot of civilians walking around here. This place is oddly in a in a position where people are coming in, going through the area, right? So there could be casualties if somebody was to just try to hit this place head on. Right. That would be what you see as the biggest threat. Um, as for trying to find that logo, I would say a couple hours go by and you do see a couple vans pulling into like, like, like you see the gate open and a van pulls in and you don't see a symbol on the van. It's just a white van. But the one thing you see is a license plate and you are able to write that down. So if you take time and look into that or find some way to look up who owns this vehicle, if you can, you know, maybe get somebody in the police department or somebody who has access to that kind of stuff. Right. You might be able to find out who owns this. Perfect. All right. But that, that's what you learn about this facility. Whoever owns this place definitely has money. And you're pretty sure that um, they're dealing afterburner out of here. I will give you this because you rolled double sixes as well. As you're sitting there looking at this place, you do notice that a couple different gangs at different times, like gang members from different gangs, do roll up to this place, like one or two of them, and enter and then come out with backpacks of stuff and then head off in different directions. Never at the same time as other gangs, you know, because they all buy from this place. So it looks right. like these people are selling to all sides, like, uh -huh. which you know is insane because usually it would that would cause a fight in itself. But whoever's doing this is working the system really well. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'll look at Umbro nod to some of the guys walking off with backpacks and I'll follow them, see where they're going to deal at. 
And I think as we see this panel of you guys following a couple of these gang members down the, down the street a ways, we'll break here. Hey Travelers, I am Morgan, your Master of Games, and I just want to say thank you for listening to our adventure. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and will return for more. Join us every other week on our new schedule to see what happens next. If you love the stories we are creating, please give us a follow and likes wherever you listen to us online to help other wandering adventurers find us as well. Or you can just share our link with your fellow dice throwing friends. Remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again, and I hope you all have a great night.